studio. Hey, Benson. Good morning. Oh, How are you? Hey, good morning. Um, um, I'm I'm oddly busy. I've had I um, love that four or five client contacts this week. Everything from I want to buy that exquisite um, couture gum, or mm -hmm. actually one of the suits, mm -hmm. uh, to can you alter a wedding dress? I love that. And actually, it's a renovation, and I'm like, well. I'm not the Sorcerer Supreme. $200 will buy you about seven hours of my time. Um, and you have to understand that if I have to unpick things, that is that is uh, the, the same rate. Yeah. So, and then I had uh, a woman asking about making her a Susie Quattro um, one-piece jumpsuit. Nice. Or something else. Oh, I'm eating dates. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah, but they sound delicious. Mm. I knew you were eating dates before we started the call. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I texted you that I was going to eat one more date. Well, I, I ate one more than one more because, you know, uh, I'm an Aries and I and I just can't stop myself. Um, so, uh, oh, 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 it's podcast day. We're releasing it the second part of our, uh, of our initial um, dual interview where mm -hmm. we seemingly take stabs at each other's souls. <laughs> well, I think it's also really important to bring to light some of the things that both of us were very private about, but with some distance, we have a little bit of clarity um, to be able to bring healing in our own lives, but become super duper clear about um, what direction we're headed and that we want to go forward um, as designers, even though like, shit's hard. <laughs> uh, well, you know. I, I say it all the time, and people may get sick of me saying it. Life happens. It doesn't matter how good your plan is, how good your business plan is, how good your financial plan is. Life happens. And when oh, yeah. life happens, um, often trauma results. And, and if we can't get through trauma, then we probably will not succeed in a career that is very traumatizing on its own. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Okay. So this week <laughs> I've been eating a lot of dates, right? Mm hmm And I was on the bus the other day and I thought, oh my God, am I going to be incontinent? Am I going to shit myself? And then I realized it was all the dates and, and uh, mango uh, nectar mm -hmm. that I've been drinking. But it made me think of the diaper. Oh. No, we didn't really talk about that. I sort of breeze through it and I sort of uh, indicated that should I ever have enough insanity slash ego question mark to adorn myself with a diaper and run down the runway uh, uh, as a model modeling fashion that you were to shoot me so let's let's talk about that because that is that is sort of infiltrated my nightmares <laughs> well, to be really um, whole and complete about my personal feelings about that as a designer's collection was, okay, looking at all of the other pieces coming down the runway, there were definitely portions of them where I thought, this is planned, this is well thought out. And then there were portions like the diaper where I was like, this is last minute and there's one no reason for that two show a smaller collection if you're up against the wall and 
you're wanting a certain number of looks or change the way that you're presenting. Edit, edit, edit. Edit, edit. <laughs> but I felt like the garments on the frames were very visual, well thought out. The model selections unconventional and well thought out. But I did not think that the diaper and the student attempt at trying to do one of the pattern magic fabric manipulations for a top was well thought out. I didn't think some of the other outfits that came out were well thought out. And so from a technical perspective, um, I feel like the appearance of the diaper was purely hubris. And I feel uh, on the model's part in that like, okay, yeah, like this is my show. This is my town. Put me in a diaper make something for me right now. And so I don't know whether it's a, a, like the designer is trying to say something <laughs> by doing that or whether it's like, um, no, this is going to be fucking rad. We should do this. Um, let's go down and do a diaper and make a cool, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. So here's, here's my um, professional with a capital P assessment with a capital S. <laughs> Fashion as performance art is amazing when it's done well fashion uh presenting itself as avant-garde fashion performance art is amazing when it's done well now let's look at the word uh the, the term not the word but the term avant-garde it means uh forward mm -hmm. guard fast forward forward fashion mm -hmm. an excellent example of that would be austin's gail chauvin um, Gail Chauvin is, is one of the finest avant-garde designers. I don't always love everything she does, but I don't have to. She right. has, she is definitely doing things that are unexpected. And she's also a master of, uh, a fashionist performance art. Um, it well, and you see her work and you go, yep, I know who I, that is. I know who it is. Uh, you know, her beautiful use of fabrics and cut and drape. There's a reason that she's teaching at UT. There's a reason that she mm -hmm. teaches in Paris at the Louvre. Um, and, and then, you know, her fashion performance, that the, the year that she had, I don't know, 20 banquet tables and 180 people seated actually having dinner as the models walked across the table. Brilliant staging mm -hmm. simple brilliant mm -hmm. um the, the the garments on frames honey i did it in 1983 i fucking did it in 1983 well I like nothing's my, new look, my, my models all <laughs> dropped acid because i made some asshole offhand comment yes i am an asshole uh <laughs> at, at the end of the practice that everyone should drop acid and it would just be so much better they took me seriously it was the 80s everyone oh, dropped shit. acid and i could not send them down the runway so, uh, I, I told them all to and have them come back yeah, they would have you right you know who knows the clothing so um I put everything on hangers and and carried them down the runway myself and and very loudly stated gown jacket and it, as an avant-garde performance piece it was lauded people loved that you know we, we call models hangers and then at the end i had all the tripping models in their underwear with their hair half done come out and take bows and it's <laughs> fantastic so so like okay you know uh, if you're going to present as being edgy fucking be edgy you know uh nail them to a cross and bring them out do something that I haven't seen before. So that part of it didn't even strike me as being particularly interesting. So you tied them up and put them in picture frames. My God, how many times have we done that? How many people have done that? Boring, tired, trite. Um, 
the diaper diaper man used to be my favorite comic book hero out of the super seven because you know he had that it's beyond hubris it is egotism at its most dangerously toxic well and my kids are at an age where they're reading captain underpants and that's all captain underpants is basically baby man um it it's just to think that you that uh, that uh, either you are that fabulous that you can wrap your loins in a diaper and trudge your ass down a runway or to think that you are that impervious to uh, a damaged reputation that makes you think you can uh, drape your loins in a diaper and trounce down the runway or or some combination of all of it or to think that you're doing something so cutting edge and avant-garde when really Jesus did it 2,200 years ago. And from a, again, from a t- technical perspective, like I, and it putting that in perspective with the rest of the things shown, I guess I expected more. Um, but when I'm hearing from models of color that they're not even being considered or, you know, this tight knit crew um, who are the callback kids um, for this particular venue and event that it, it, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be surprised that something was thrown together last minute. It, it's very when, ladies at lunch, isn't it? Like Austin was mm-hmm. ladies at lunch or, or as I called it, the cashmere and pearl crowd, or um, yeah. it's, it's very oddly clickish. Yeah. And, and in that click, there's so much circular thinking and so much circular um, echoing and and uh, amplifying that that they begin to believe their own hype, and that's dangerous. You know, there was a time I was in my 20s, I was fucking 25, where I took my own hype very seriously, mm-hmm. and I was such an you want to you want to talk about asshole? I was such an asshole for a summer that when the summer was over. I stopped spelling my name with a capital B and began using the lowercase b to remind myself not to ever let my ego take me to that place again. Mm-hmm. I, every time I sign my name, I put myself in my own place. So I love that story. I didn't know that story. Yeah, well, that's that's why I always sign with a small b. It's it's mm-hmm. it's my one pretension, but there is a reason for it every time. Um, and, I, I, and, and I and I and I think it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that that was passed off as fashion. And I, I wasn't there. I wasn't there to see it the way you were, but I have seen the video. And, and mm-hmm. I've done research on that designer's work, and that designer has lovely work. The mm-hmm. designer has lovely work. But I, I didn't see evidence of that, and that's unfortunate. Yeah. All right, enough of the diaper. Um, you know, I want to talk about what we're going to start after our um, You Me recordings. Um, because uh, I think that there's a lot of misconceptions and again, romanticizing about what's going on in the fashion industry period and what those roles look like. And I think we should kind of start there because, you know, a fashion career can be anything between um, a stylist, a pattern maker, um, a, a stitcher who is a first sample maker that really understands and gets it. I mean, like it's a huge field. I'm sure you could add like six more careers Apparel into that. The number one employer on the planet. Yeah. Um, something like 37 billion people are employed by apparel 
And that's yeah. everyone from the guy growing the crops to the chemist coming up with the new combinations for new textiles to the guy at McDonald's in the shopping mall who is feeding the shoppers to keep them there. Those are all apparel jobs. So there are so many jobs. And honestly, designer is at the very top because mm -hmm. without us, there's really not, no other jobs, but we are also the smallest in number. Something like uh, only 45,000 active working fashion designers in the country. And that may have mm -hmm. dwindled because of the pandemic. Yeah, it would be interesting to talk about that data maybe when we start that. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm going to post on our... Um, on our Facebook page, um, a link to the, or maybe I already have. No, I posted it on my personal one. I'll share it to the Facebook page, a link to the Business of Fashion, State of Fashion uh, 2022. It's 144 pages, but if you really actually want to be in the apparel fashion industry, it's a must read. read. So you can yeah. see where we're at. I mean, the jobs, we've, we've, we've lost jobs. The pandemic, we had very few jobs. We used to have a million apparel makers, apparel sellers, apparel jobs, and that dwindled to like 200,000. And now it's, it's 130,000. We lost another 70,000 jobs over the two years of the pandemic. Mine was one of them. I lost my business. Uh, the people that I would have employed or people that I would have partnered with and had working don't have jobs. So um, it is a very important subject to talk about. It's a broad subject, and and we need to differentiate the difference between um, hairdressers and mm -hmm. fashion designers and makeup yeah. artists and models and the difference between professional and hobby. And we certainly need to um, really dig into the difference between fashion shows that can yield results and fashion shows that are basically just entertainment so that people who want to feel like they're part of fashion can hang out with those who have enough money to pretend that they are part of fashion. Right. God, I'm a little bitchy today. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you know, it's kind of like what we were talking about um, earlier that um, this is an evolution, not a what? Revolution. And, <laughs> right. actually, and actually, it's a bit of both. No, I will. Yeah, it's a sartorial revolution and it's a, a, a fashion culture evolution. Well, and I am ready for change because I really would like to see a lot of people that have a lot of heart in this industry get a lot further um, before they burn out. Yes, <laughs> and I would yes. like to see that people um, who would shame us that would be home sewers at the beginning of the pandemic, like, why aren't you making everything free? Um, don't have a really big disconnect between um, <laughs> us being professional. And this is like how we make a living. And so I want to bring all of that to the forefront when we have our longer interviews. Preach, Sister Somerville, preach. All, all right. right. Um, Let's let's uh, get ready to launch today's um, episode. Um, okay. The call should be launched today as well. Yeah. Um, and then we will see all of you next week. Uh, when no, we we'll see everybody on Friday for oh, oh, um, a bonus. Oh, oh, the bonus calls, right? We decided yeah. we because we we actually do talk all the time, all the time. Yeah. Like we can actually fun record to... one of these every day. Well, no, and it would be fun to just um, start including some of that. Um, and we should have some aftercare. Uh, where we talk about um, resources and different information to be able to process about 
losing a muse to be able to process about um <laughs> we're going there um oh, i hate you sometimes megan somerville right now you sorry. are my most hated person in fashion <laughs> well somebody loves me out there <laughs> well, i'll see you on the other side then. all right mom bye-bye all right bye-bye thank you for listening to advanced fashion disruption as always, you can catch our full episode, not just this bonus content phone call, on our website at advancedfashiondisruption.com, along with uh, updated blogs and galleries and new content as we get all of our stuff together because, well, that's not our real gig. Fashion is our real gig. See you there! <laughs>